Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Christian men, take this seriously. Go, therefore, and make disciples, teaching them to observe the things that I've given to you. I think maybe the reason that so few Christian men take that mission seriously is because so few recognize it for what it is. It's a matter of duty and honor. He went to great lengths for us. Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples. Today, Pastor Robert wonders why so few Christian men take this mission seriously. Is it because so few recognize it for the duty and honor that it actually is? Do not take Jesus' torture, humiliation, and death on the cross lightly. Remember the sacrifice he made for you, and then go and share his story of victory. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with part two of today's message from the book of Hebrews chapter five. So Jesus said to them again, peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. That's one of my favorite statements in the New Testament. There's so much wrapped up in it. One of my, maybe my favorite little Christian book of all time. That's the title of it. So send I you. You know, Oswald Chambers, we use his devotion a lot of times, one of the most famous little devotional books, My Utmost for His Highest. If you don't have a copy, you should get one. My Utmost for His Highest. It's it's something his wife, Oswald Chambers' wife, after he died, took a bunch of his uh, sermons and everything and, and put them into book form. And it's like one of the major bestsellers of, of Christian, you know, modern Christian history. But he wrote, you know, they, they took one of his messages and, and put it into book form. So send I you. The secret of a burning heart. If you want a heart that's, that's just on fire with excitement and, and a sense of adventure and anticipation, get that little book and read it three or four times. And, and it'll help you with that. So send I you. you. You should really meditate on that statement. So send I you. As the Father sent me, so send I you. Think about what Jesus did while he was here. Think about all that he accomplished. Think about the, the incredible things that, that he did and that, that he was sent to do. So send I you. You and I have been entrusted with an awesome duty. You know, most men understand really well the concepts of duty and honor. That's something that I, I see most, most men... When you, when you talk about honor and duty, most men get it. We don't, it you don't, nobody needs to explain it. Duty, honor. Most men understand it. 
whether they live by it or not. And, and one of the things that's interesting to me is how few Christian men take seriously this critically important mission that Jesus Christ has given to every single one of us as men. Why do so few Christian men take this seriously? Go, therefore, and make disciples, teaching them to observe the things that I've given to you. I think maybe the reason that so few Christian men take that mission seriously is because so few recognize it for what it is. It's a matter of duty and honor. He went to great lengths for us. He has died for us. He was humiliated and tortured to death for us. He says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore. Go, therefore. It's, vitally, it's life and death, vitally important. You were not saved merely so that you can be assured of a place in heaven. You have a duty. You have a mission. You have a purpose for being here. And, and it's, it's a lot more than most Christian men are living out, to be quite honest. Settling for way too little. Now, now listen, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that you know, every single one of you needs to quit your job you know, enroll in seminary, you know, go out and start preaching. And that's, that's not what I'm saying. Here's what I am saying. Recognize that whatever you are doing in life, it's secondary to the mission that you're on. It's secondary to the mission that you're on. You know, I've said it before. Jesus of Nazareth was a carpenter. Is that how we remember him? Primarily, no. But that was his trade. He was apparently taught as a small child. He was raised up in that. The family business. Joseph was a carpenter. He was taught. He, he did the apprenticeship. You know, he did the internship. He, was, he didn't enter public ministry until, you know, 30 years old. I mean, I did an awful lot of carpentry between 15 and 20. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what you're doing. You can be preaching and teaching as you're doing it. Now that, again, again, preaching just means proclaiming. That's all it means. You know, we formalized it and made it into like this vocation, but biblically, preaching and teaching, it just means as you're going, watch for opportunities. And then speak up. Say something. Watch for opportunities. And proclaim the good news that God loves you enough to die for you. Proclaim what He has left us here to proclaim. As you go about your life, go about your life as His ambassador. And expect God to move. You know, it's so cool. This morning early, you know, my, my son's been here with us and he's, he's headed back to school today. So as was our tradition before he went away to school... Early this morning, we got up and went for breakfast. We went to IHOP, and, and, um, and I turned on the Christian radio as I was going, and, and I heard Gail Irwin. Gail Irwin is um, he's a great teacher. He's, he's, he's so funny, and the, uh, just caught a little bit of his message, but there was something that struck me that really applies to this. You know, he was talking about the, I think it's in each of the Gospels, but in John chapter 6, it tells us the story of, you know, when, when they're all gathered, Jesus had this great big crowd of people, you know, 5,000 people listening to him, and they're on the hillside, and, and Jesus realizes they're all hungry. And, and he says to 
his, uh, his disciples, those closest to him, he says, we need to feed these guys. We've got to feed these people. And one of them says, how in the world are we going to do that? You realize what it would cost to feed all these people? It's 5,000 people. And Jesus said, well, what, what do you have? And they found this one little boy, this one kid, had five loaves and two fish. And, and they brought him. They're like, well, we got this, we got this one kid with his lunch. You know, he's, he's got five biscuits and a couple of the little fish. And, and Jesus said, bring it here. Now, this is what struck, this is what struck me. As, as Gail Irwin, as only Gail Irwin can do, you know, he comedically developed this whole story. But, but here was his point with this. He, he said, you realize when, when that little boy set out that morning, he's headed out. Maybe he saw the crowd on the hillside. You, know, you couldn't miss them. 5,000 people plus women and children, you know, quite probably. So you got this massive multitude of people on the hills. What in the world's going on over there? I mean, this is farm country. They're out in the middle of nowhere. It's not like it's a big city where... What's all that? And he says to his mom, can I go check it out? And mama says, yeah, but take your lunch. You know, you take something to eat. And so she gives him five little biscuits and a couple of fish, and off he goes. And, and he's just going on an adventure. He's just going to check out what are all those people doing. He had no idea. He had no idea. The disciples, can you imagine being one of those that you're standing there? And, and they're just, these little biscuits won't disappear. Jesus says he, he broke it and he distributed it and, and five little biscuits, you know, one biscuit fed a thousand people. I mean, do the math, right? It's, wow. And they're watching this. It's like, wait a minute. How's this possible? It's not possible. This is impossible. Yeah, but with God, there is no such thing as impossible. And this guy, this little boy, he said about these, these disciples, you know, they, they're just walking out there that day, you know. And, and here's this kid. He's just, it's a normal day. It's normal biscuits. These aren't magic biscuits, you understand. Just, it's just biscuits, just bread. As you go through your day, on your mission, trusting Jesus to use you, you may be surprised at what you encounter, what he does. See, sometimes we read these stories and we, and we think, you know, but that was, I mean, that was Peter, you know. That, that was the Apostle Paul. We don't even know this kid's name, you understand? We don't even know his name. All we know, it was a little boy who, who had a sack lunch that fed 5,000 people. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not, not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more. But we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within... Uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia. So she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio, teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.